I'm just saying it's harder. It's hard to build a film portfolio. It's hard to start filmmaking at a high level without doing it, without actually like going to school. So I actually, maybe, is yeah. that why we made this podcast or something? Oh my like, God, do we, do, how... we encourage people to go to film school? Uh, you know, it's your decision uh, in the end. We're just talking about these are the benefits. This is what the takeaway will be. Yeah. Before we yeah. get too far. Uh, but hey, nowadays, um, most people don't care about a big budget because they're just watching stuff on TikTok where like an, a, a wardrobe can just be like putting a towel on someone's head. That's a new character now. That's a whole different character. <laughs> um Welcome to I Went to Film School, the podcast about film school and life after film school. I'm your host, Zach Gladstone, with my co-host here, Moss. How's it going, Moss? Hey, Zach. I'm good. You know, it's a little bit of a somber, somber mood today, though, because we have some some news that might shock our droves and droves of fans and stalkers out there. You don't have to sound like that depressed about it. Well, I I, I don't mean depressed. I don't mean that depressed about like the fact like what we're gonna what we're announcing today. I just meant the the fact that we don't have like a huge fan base. <laughs> no, just I just no rest. I mean anyone who's probably clicked the episode could probably see that like the like in the title of the I don't know what you're gonna title this episode, but I'm assuming that they will be able well, to tell I don't what's wanna, going on. I don't think I'll give it away in the title. Oh shit. Okay. All right. I'm trying not to give it away right now. I'm trying to like build up to it a little you're bit. You're right. Then never mind. All is well. Um <laughs> Okay. Anyway, no surprises so Moss, incoming. Sorry. Yeah, you Moss winked at me, but it's an audio medium, so it's not really going to translate. Yep. Yeah, that's those seconds of silence. Are you trying it again? Anyway, so Moss, mm-hmm. how's it going? First off, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just been uh, been working my workplace. We just finished up our film festival coverage. We were covering Caribbean Tales. Film Festival, or Caribbean Tales International Film Festival, and the Toronto International Film Festival, also known as TIFF, and uh, it was a, it was a fun and yet stressful little journey. I'm glad that I'm done that now. Since Zach earlier was asking me why it looks like I'm crying, I, I wasn't crying. I was just, uh, well, no, 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 I wasn't crying. It was just a little bit of uh, overworking, one could say. Actually, my boss didn't overwork me. It was just a stressful environment. Any film festival, like, just terrible. I mean, I love it. I love my job. I love my life. It's not terrible. <laughs> Zach, please help me. You good, bro? <laughs> Fuck. Listen, you can't just ask a man if he's okay or not. You saw Jordan Peterson crying after being asked if, how he's oh doing. God. Right. Like, hope, yeah, that those are good tears, though. I want to see that man cry. It's <laughs> a shit. It was like, how are you doing? And then he just pauses for like two minutes and just starts crying. <laughs> you know, it's, although I do want to say, Moss, this is our podcast. I'm not your fucking therapist. Just to clear that up a little bit. You're right, and I'm definitely not Peterson's therapist. That that's like a job for Superman. I don't know, like Jesus Christ. How no. do you help? How do you help the clinical psychiatrist that like Cristiano Ronaldo calls over to his house to help him with? And then like, what happens if Ronaldo asks him how he's doing? Then he starts crying in the middle of Cristiano Ronaldo's you're still, house. You're still on the Jordan Peterson crying rhetoric, aren't you? It's, just... it's more of a topic than like a rhetoric because I, I don't okay, think you're using fair. the that's, word that's rhetoric true. properly. Fucking lawyer. I don't think I was either. Speaking of which, you. speaking of which, what are you okay, up to, okay. Zach? 
So, oh my God, this is even a good segue, but Moss. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's been a while since we put out an episode. Really? Yeah. When was the last episode that we uploaded, actually? I want to look this up. Give me a second. Oh, good. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I want to make a, I want to, I want to look at where we, when we put out our last episode. Mm. The last episode with our guest, Emma Thornley, who was fantastic, was mm-hmm. June 16th. Jesus, I don't think it's been oh, that wow. long. Yeah, that's like the entire summer gone. June 16th. Christ. Wow, that is a, a while. My God. Okay, so, yeah, so it's been about, like, um, it's been four months pretty much since our last or just under four months, I guess, by the time we released this episode, um, since our last podcast release, uh, podcast episode release. Um, and that's because on July 1st, I found out that uh, I got into law school at the University of Leicester in the United Kingdom in England, Leicester. For those of you who don't know, Leicester is a city that's like about like an hour's train ride outside London. I think it's about like 100 kilometers away or just over 100 kilometers away outside London, like northwest of London. And I might be wrong in how far it is from London, but I do still mean, don't know any UK didn't, geography. Didn't you go? Like, don't you know I, how long there, it was? Yeah, you were on the, the train? Record, I'm in Leicester now. It was like an hour's train ride, but I don't know how like far it was exactly. And pretty, it was only an hour on the train, so I'm assuming it's only like a hundred thousand kilometers. But see, I feel like over there, their trains actually move. You know, like they they're not like over here where they just yeah. uh, they they chug at about like two kilometers a year. Like I think over there, they actually they the move over there, over yeah. there huh? mm-hmm. and they charge a lot. I thought it'd be like not that expensive to go from Western London on the train. They ch- <laughs> Uh, it's it's fucking expensive. They charge a, little, a lot unless you buy it really far in advance. Anyway, so yeah, so I've just started law school. Law school, uh, the university like year starts a little bit later in the UK. It starts at the end of September, and it's uh, October second that we're recording this. Yes. Yeah. So I'm starting school. So because of that, because of a, I'll be in school full time now for the next two years, and b, um. I'll be, you know, I'm halfway across the fucking world in the UK. I'm five hours ahead of Moss right now. Moss, what time is it for you? Uh, right now it's 5.18 p.m. What time is it for you? It's 10.18 p.m. for me right now. Oh, golly. Yeah, I have actually my first my first day of classes actually starts tomorrow. This past week has been like an introductory stuff. But now Ooh. our classes get going tomorrow. I have a lecture at 10 a.m. tomorrow. How was the orientation over there in Leicester? You want to hear about it? Well, I mean, no, but I asked, so let's... I'll, gi- I'll give you a brief, like, spiel. Uh, it was mostly, um, it was mostly, like, the props and the tutors, or not the tutors, what are they called? Like, the equivalent of TAs, but they're not called TAs here. I forget their exact title. Um, the people running the course is basically like held a, a couple intro lectures. They're like, this is how it'll work. You'll have X amount of lectures a week. Our tutorials only happen every other week. And unlike tutorials in my undergrad in Canada, the tutorials are like, they're going to give you like assignments ahead of the tutorials that you have to do. And then when you come to the tutorials, you actually, everyone like talks about the assignments and like you get feedback on the assignments and, you know, all that stuff. Okay. So also we were always supposed to do our readings before tutorial. (laughs) 
just that no I one know, did it's them. Not like, <laughs> so it's not like but okay but you know how like if like let's say like i was in the english course in university in an undergrad in toronto like there'd be lectures but the tutorials would be like going over the readings again and maybe more detail you know how they do that in tutorials yes yeah you won't yeah. really be doing that it won't just be going over our readings and the lectures it'll be like actually applying what we've learned and like going like more of the it just goes further than that does that make sense or am i just or does it just sound like canadian undergrad no 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 no. i'm sure that like there's there's definitely more to it and um yeah it's cool it's cool yeah. that you decided to leave and ditch me for the united Thank kingdom you, you know because i know right you just you you just wanted to go to the place because since you're going to be a big fancy lawyer you just wanted to go to the main governing body of our nation, Canada. You just wanted to go there. And that's okay. You know, you want to check out the crown. You know, there's been a little shakeup in the monarchy. I get it. You know, you're just, you're being adventurous. You didn't even ask me. Like, you didn't get my opinion. You, you just decided you. alone as an individual adult or whatever. I know, like, right? You didn't get my approval first, which I thought, you know, a little, a little strange. Almost like you were trying to leave. But whatever, I... <laughs> I, I'm not offended by this. I'm I mean, not, if you weren't crying before, hurt. you sure are now. <laughs> I'm not deeply hurt or anything. So let's. Oh, let, Tony. No, it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, but I guess what's can we segue this into the topic of of today's? Yeah. So because of everything we've just talked about in the last ten minutes, um, we're probably not so we're, this is probably going to be our farewell episode for the podcast just with our tentatively with, um, tentatively tentative farewell episode so this will probably be the last episode we do for a while um because a i'll be in school full time i'm also on the other side of the world time difference it's hard to coordinate these things um i will say it's been a great time doing the podcast i'll also say that in the future going forward if at any point moss and i can fit in a guest here and there and just record over Zoom with me over here. Or maybe, like, I'll be back in the holidays and in the summers. So maybe over the summer we could record an episode or two, potentially, with somebody. And if mm -hmm. we can do that, then we'll upload that and try to, like, keep the big momentum of the cult following of I went to film <laughs> school going. I know. It's, um, it's a big audience to just leave on a, on a sour know. note like this, you know? I know. But... I think they'll push through. I know as earlier I was saying, like your stalkers must be super confused and disoriented. Like they're like, where's, where's that go? Like he, they're, he hasn't uploaded an episode in, in months. And everyone's now, like, everyone's trying to get a look in my apartment. Like they're not seeing any, like they're what happened. Now they're going to have to pony up the cash <laughs> to fly over to the UK. That's not cheap. That's like three grand. You know, that's, that's know. a good amount. So I don't know. I feel bad for them. Yeah. Um, Me too. Considering I was the main stalker that we're talking about. But I anyway. Know. This is when you, this is when I hear a knock at my door and you just come in and <laughs> you've been in the hallway holding a laptop this whole time. <laughs> You're just like, no. While you the background on, on your Zoom. Zach just heavy breathing. He's like, no. Like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Get in here. No, no, but yeah, so it looks like this is our farewell episode, and you know what? That's okay. I think we did have a pretty solid good run. I think we interviewed a lot of the people who we really wanted to interview from our experience, and we we didn't just get York University people. We got people from many other different film schools all over. We got a handful of people from Southern Ontario region. <laughs> York University. You know, we uh, we got a handful. 
We got, you know, handful that maybe like three or four other people other than just Yorkies. But, you know, that's um, that's a good number. I'm satisfied. Part of the journey. I'm satisfied with what he did. I think, you know, now that you didn't ask me to describe my thoughts on the original vision for this podcast, but since you asked, I guess I'll describe. Okay, fine. No, stop pressuring me. I think the original idea of I went to film school is a clever idea because not too many people are talking about their post-secondary experience um, in like a regular interview style format. They're just kind of like maybe, you know, um, making a quick Facebook status rant, calling it a day. Maybe they're just, uh, and it's all, you know, on some (laughs) private. (laughs) Just a mindless rant on Facebook. You know, in all caps, you know, um, (laughs) profile pictures, the dude in a truck with sunglasses on kind of thing. That's what Facebook is nowadays. But what I'm trying to get at is that I like the (laughs) format. And I don't think many other people are being openly critical about what post-secondary institutions are offering them. In terms of like, hey, are these skills that I'm learning, are they actually helping me in my field? Am I actually like being taught things that I find worthwhile, regardless as if it helps me get a job? Is is my education fulfilling? Am I meeting good people? Am I in the environment where I get to meet good people? Et cetera, et cetera. Film school, film school. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, mostly I'm on track with everything you're saying. Uh, <laughs> There's like 10% there. I, though, think- that, I don't know, Anthony. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm, I'm serious. I'm trying to think of what I could add. It's just not repeating what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I had a good time um, complaining about York a lot, critiquing mm. it, uh, mm. taking a, trying to take a more investigative, like, look at my, de- at my, at our experience, completing our degrees and like what didn't, didn't help. And also comparing our experiences with both our peers at York and, you know, the times where we had people who went to school elsewhere. And mm. I think it was a lot of fun. I would love to keep doing these episodes again. Like if, our schedules could permit and whatnot. I would love to keep doing these episodes. For now, it won't be a thing we can do. But again, hopefully in the future, we can do one, one or more, one, one or two more. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start a whole network of I, I did this podcast. It's just I did verb. I went to here. I did this. I did that. Our next That's podcast, right. actually, I went to law school when I eventually convinced Moss to go to law school. Oh God. Uh, well, I mean, listen, Jack, if, you, if, if you had trouble with Canadian law school, there's no way my dumbass is ever so going to even come across close. the fucking ponds. Oh, right. That's <laughs> I could just go to a different yeah, continent. Don't you just want to uproot your entire life and move across the Atlantic and <laughs> go somewhere where you don't know anybody and leave your girlfriend behind and everything you love yeah don't Hmm. you don't you want that oh yeah that just all sounds great reasonable totally stuff that any normal person would want to just do like like you know on a whim you know don't even pack your bags don't even fucking think about it get out there by the weekend you know let's not even let's not even go let's not worry what what i'm sure the united kingdom's economy is doing super great right now you know oh yeah no yeah they're not (laughs) Yeah, two new two new leaders of a government within like a week or something. Mm, yeah. 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 No, it's good stuff. I mean, you know, I'm sure that that lady, um, Liz Truss or whatever, she's probably she's probably going to be just as great, if not as an intellectual giant as Boris Johnson. So I'm very excited to see what <laughs> comes next for the UK. Oh, uh, yeah, I love these leaders that are not elected by the people that are just kind of shoved in there by the party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who doesn't love democracy, especially nowadays? 
uh, post-COVID, everyone's got very rational, normal opinions about politics and democracy. It's a great world to be alive with. Oh, yeah. And it's even better in Ontario where nobody fucking votes. Oh, sorry. All of Canada where hardly anybody votes. It was under 50%, which is terrifying, but it was like 46, 43%. Something was it like that, that high? I thought it was like the lowest turnout they'd seen in a while. It is. It's the lowest turnout, I believe, in Ontario history, which is sub 50. Like we had not had, I think, a sub 50 election. So it's like not a majority of people elected this person. This majority government. Yeah, I know. Could you believe? Okay, so here's 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 a little nugget. Um, when when the pandemic was happening, uh, uh, an author named Seth Klein wrote this book about climate change. It's a fantastic book. But at the end of it, he wrote like kind of for the second edition of the book, which was released during the pandemic. He wrote this this like ambitious, positive message where he's like, "Don't worry, the pandemic might seem dark now, but." emerging from this people are going to have a newfound civic interest and they're going to be so empathetic and and interested in every aspect of politics now what we've actually found is that the exact opposite is what happens more people are apathetic towards any government institution now and uh, it's great it it makes communicating with normal people about politics um really easy and really <laughs> Really, I mean, not like you're was stepping. He, was this was he writing that from like a new, like an American's perspective or a no, Canadian no, no, that's a Canadian's perspective. And oh, never mind, in, I don't fucking. That, in, he's an idiot. In yeah, but the thing is, like, in fairness, Canadian elections have never been as crazy as they've been in the states. Well, I mean, that's not really true, but you know, there have been ups and downs that larger countries, yeah, especially less regulated economy based countries um have had that like pale in comparison to like how normal canadian elections have been but it just seems like instead of you know us getting crazier candidates winning we're just getting more moderates winning with less of a turnout of votes which means more canadians instead of like being like i really should you know uh, the government was uh, planning to 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 pull me over and uh fine me for going outside of my house do you remember that when doug ford was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna fine you if we catch uh, yeah, you going yeah. out for out of your house for non-essential reasons, my first thought is most people are going to be like, I need to, if the government can do this, I need to be way more interested in who's in charge, like who no. I'm electing. But instead, no, people are like, it doesn't matter who I elect. Who cares? The government's just going to do this regardless of what I do. So fuck it. You know, it's like, oh my God, like... You know, I love I know. democracy. It's great. It's a flawless system. We should probably get, bring this back to film school stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry, well, uh, man, at, the, at, at the end, maybe I'll, I'll plug a podcast I'm planning on working on in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. oh, no. Something political, maybe? Anyway. You want to talk about that now? Yeah. Now. Yeah, fuck it. I'll plug it now. I plan. Yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess. So it's called Critical Political, and it's a podcast I'm going to be starting up where I'm actually trying to uh, talk to um, people who ran and or are in office, have held office, some kind of political candidates. I, w- I want to actually ask them like kind of quote unquote, meaningful, nuanced questions. It's probably going to be a shit show, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know. Get if it's... The land, getting a run for your money there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Take that 10, three, the, the angle that this new podcast project that I'm working on that it might be taking is really trying to find like, I'm going to be interviewing candidates, moderate candidates, very left-wing candidates, very right-wing candidates. Um, and I'm literally going to, I know, I, Hey, listen, this is a fair, (laughs) equitable place and it's going to, they're going to be real questions. I'm going to pick and prod at people 
And for the most part, I'm actually just going to try and like find out why people want to run to begin with and like why why we should care about government and what these people who want to get your vote want for us. You know, why should we vote for them? That kind of thing. It would be topical. You know, they'll be they'll be it's right. critical. It's political. <laughs> Looks like we just wrote the tagline there. Thanks, see Zach. I, see what I did there? But <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. We'll see if I ever actually end up doing that. But I do have guests lined up. Okay, let's get back to I would yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we've had a good run. Um, again, we may do episodes in the future. I want to thank anyone. So I want to thank anyone who's listening right now and anyone who mm-hmm. listened to any of our podcast episodes. Thank you. We couldn't have done this without you. We know there weren't a lot of you, but we do appreciate everybody who did listen. And I also want to be, give a big thanks. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, and thanks to our guests, our people who we... I was just going to say that. That's what I was uh, going to say. If you okay. hadn't fucking interrupted, I'm Moss. sorry. I, okay. Sorry, Zach. You... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bud. You can go ahead and say it if you want. Why did you... You're so mean to me today. No, no. <laughs> Buddy. No, no, no. Um, yeah, no. Thanks to our guests, people who decided to take some time out of their day come on sometimes not just come on zoom but like come to zach's former frat residence come to zach's my apartment apartment and just chat with us even like people meeting physically during a time in the pandemic a brief time where it was still legal to meet physically but still kind of dubious like it was a crazy time people did that for us people right. came out and talked to us yeah and it i was remember awesome. we had a big gap in the remember the last episode we recorded before the pandemic like got serious was that you was actually at York University in like your grad lounge or whatever? Yeah. And we got Chris and uh and Tom. On. Sorry, we got two people. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I love I love both of those guys so much. And uh and then we didn't do anything for like three months. So then we had a zoom and then we started doing Zoom episodes. Because the world ended for three months. Uh, well, I mean for I like no boss. I was there, I remember. And yeah. Yeah. What fun. Yeah, I mean Obviously, there's always going to be trials and tribulations running a podcast. Any kind of media production, Murphy's Law is going to whip you like a like a sure like a like a, right. yep. like a nasty tide. You know, like it's just going to going to get you like white caps on a paddleboard. But on the plus side, throughout all that, I think we had some pretty great substantial interviews where we talked to people about real things like real problems in post-secondary. And, you know, we also just got to spiel about random crap like our opinions on movies and stuff. What What more can you ask for? Exactly. It was a good, yeah, it was a good time. I really enjoyed doing this podcast with you, Moss. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. One Likewise. day we will do an episode again. Yeah, it's good. Let me just interrupt you right in the middle of your sentence. Why don't I? Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else do we learn from the podcast. I think, okay, you want, you want to do just like a few things in review, like our little, our little, okay, retros- yeah. our little retrospective. You can start, or do you want me to start? I'll, I'll, I'll start with one thing. The fact that, like, we all have expectations going in to school. We all want to get the tools that we need to learn, like, not just tools that will fulfill our lives, but also tools that are probably going to get us employment. One of the best things that we learned from people, not just from university, but college as well, is that film is such a quick, fast-changing medium. That it does not matter <laughs> if you go to fucking film school or not. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it obviously helps. If, it's it's always going to help. But like, damn, it is just such a bizarre world. Like film production, media production in general. 
it is such a wacky world out there. And that's one thing I really learned from all of these stories, like all of the people who we interviewed. It's that it was always like, oh, you think that it's going to be this simple? No, it never is. Even when you think the challenge, like even when you have a big challenge set in front of you, it's actually probably sometimes it's not that bad. Sometimes you think it's going to be worse and your film set goes off without a hitch. And but most of the time, you know, something sets on fire or something, something, you know, (laughs) someone nearly hits a dog with their car. I don't know, whatever it is, like some crazy film set story is inevitable. Nuts like that. Yeah. What's another thing? Um, that, what's another? T- what's another takeaway that you you had from the podcast? Zach? So, I I agree with what you said. I will say so. My last maybe little bit about film school that I will say is, if any of our listeners are actually considering going to film school, um, I think most of our I don't really think this applies to many of our, to many of our listeners, if any of them at all. But if you are considering going to film school, keep in mind what Moss just said. It's probably not going to be the most important thing you need to get a job in the film industry necessarily. But the I will talk about the benefits of going is that it forces you to make movies. Um, it also, you get thrown into a community of other people who want to make movies. And I'd say the biggest like advantage is like the networking and the being connected with those people and getting the chance to make movies with those people and figure out what does and doesn't work and the type of people you do and don't like to work with that I'd say is the biggest benefit of film school. And I know technically you could like find those benefits elsewhere through like maybe not an entire like film school, but maybe like courses at like lift like liaison of independent filmmakers of Toronto and other, and other uh, environments like other networking stuff. But again, film school, it's just a great way to like meet new people and meet people who you will hopefully want to and continue to collaborate with in the future. Mm-hmm. So realistically, if you're in a film production program, um, you get typically the ability to build a portfolio of films with other people who are interested in making films. As Zach was saying, no. that is an invaluable tool. You cannot find that in almost any other space. If you're like me it. and all you did was film and media studies, you could probably get most of that on Google. Now, <laughs> That isn't to say Funny. that it's a va- it's a valueless. Th- I got I found work in the film and media production world, uh, despite only having a measly studies degree. But that also happened to come. You're from- working as a videographer right now, buddy. You're doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean it's always going to be smooth. It doesn't necessarily mean that, like, for instance the films that you make at film school are going to be the shining pieces of your portfolio, but it does get you in the habits of making films. It teaches you to remember to call sound, you know, just call for sound because sometimes your sound recordist might not remember to hit that red circle. And yeah, but room tone yeah, makes you need room tone, makes you remember to slate, makes you remember to do very basic things like checking and matching your ISO if you're using two cameras, if you're white carding, if you're using three cam- You know what I mean? There's just a lot of things that are very important to remember. Uh, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. It, um, and also, again, like you said, maybe those films you make won't be like the best things in your portfolio, but it's a lot of trial and error and you'll learn like you got to crack a lot. You'll crack a lot of eggs and you'll learn what to do and what not to do and the best way to learn that is by doing and screwing up eventually you probably will make that omelet like maybe some people i remember 
I remember in like second and third year, you know, it's crazy. Actually, I remember in set, like most people, you'd say that like their best films would come in their fourth year or in their last year of their degree. Cause by then they've had all the experience, but sometimes people make their best film in their second year because the stars align for them and they've got a really great idea for a script that they've been working on since high school or since elementary school or, or whenever. And they just happen to build, uh, make that film. Then that is so cool. And many people sometimes like their third and fourth year films don't go all that well, but their second year film is so good. It gets them into festivals. They start marketing off of a film that, you know, they made back in, back in their first or second year of their film production degree. It's crazy. It can, it can happen. So keeping an open mind and just going with the flow, enjoying your film degree, if you're going for it. And if you don't end up going for it, you know, that's okay too. But I'm just saying it's harder. It's hard to build a film portfolio. It's hard to start filmmaking at a high level without doing it, without actually like going to school. So Hey, actually, maybe is yeah. that why we made this podcast or something? Oh my like, god, do we, do we how... encourage people to go to film school? Uh, you know, it's your decision uh, in the end. We're just talking about these are the benefits. This is what the takeaway will be. Yeah. Before we yeah. get too far. Uh, but hey, nowadays, um, most people don't care about a big budget because they're just watching stuff on TikTok where like an a, a wardrobe can just be like putting a towel on someone's head. That's a new character now. That's a whole different character. <laughs> um, so boom. All right. Well, yeah. Let's wrap this up before, before you know, we, we keep going to, and just before we keep going before we, um, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening. If you were ever a guest on the podcast, thank you mm. and hope goodbye for now. And hopefully we'll, you'll see us again in the future. Yeah. Hopefully one day in the twilight of our old age, we'll revive this podcast and see new faces, interview new people and, Come to, I'm just gonna shut the fuck up. Let's just let's just wrap this shit up. Um, thanks. That was a great ending. Yeah, seconded to what Zach said. Yep, love you guys all. Thank you. See ya. I went to film school. Is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and produced by Zach Gladstone and Anthony Moss. Mm-hmm.